This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. All right, everybody. Um, just real quick. I am a little under the weather today, and um, I spent a whole bunch of time sleeping and I just can't even get the intro out for the podcast today. So let's just jump right in to the talking point. It's just going to be one thing. The only thing that I'm going to talk about today is Pocket Rumble. Pocket Rumble just came out for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, I did receive a review copy. And so I figured I can kill two birds with one stone today. I can get an episode of the podcast out and I can record my review of uh, Pocket Rumble and uh, since I'm just not feeling well, that it's going to have to do. So uh, let's jump into the review of Pocket Rumble. This is a game that we've waited for for a very long time. Uh, kept getting delayed and delayed, and I had eventually had kind of written it off. I figured we're never going to get this game. Uh, but here it is. It's here. I got a review copy, and um, I've been having some fun with it. I want to talk about um, it's the graphics, the audio... Uh, the gameplay, and then the online experience um, in that order. So let's start with graphics. Um, how do I want to say this? The graphics are very limited. Uh, it's based on the color palette of the Neo Geo Pocket Color, which is a portable system that I have never actually seen in real life, but I always kind of wanted one just because it had that Neo Geo name. And, um, you know, when I was in high school and the Neo Geo came out and the cartridges themselves cost $200 a piece, that was like the holy grail for, for video games and nobody had one, you know, uh, but the Neo Geo Pocket Color was a portable system, and it was color, which uh, I believe this came before the Game Boy Color, I believe. I could be wrong about that. And uh, it had a very limited color palette, uh, but this game is based on that color palette, and it looks really, really good. Uh, I like what they did. I love when a developer takes it gives themselves a limitation uh and still just really nails it because even though they have a very small color palette uh for this game uh the backgrounds look really really cool uh the characters all look very cool and unique and i feel like the the animation uh even though they have a very limited color palette i I believe the animation just looks fantastic. Um, and, uh, it, you know, if I have time, I'll throw some video of uh, some of the animations here in the in the uh, YouTube video uh, as well. But uh, it's definitely a very, very good looking game. And, uh, you know, a retro style always kind of appeals to me. Uh, let's talk about the audio now. Uh, the audio is chiptune audio. Um, but, you know... <sighs> I, I'm a fan of chiptune music. Like I listen to, to ch I listen to chiptune music all the time. When I was a kid, uh, if I, you know, if I got in trouble, my parents would take away my video games. Only the way that they would take take them away is they would come in and take the controllers, so I still couldn't play the video game. So I would turn on the TV and turn on the game, and I would just listen to the music and look at the graphics and stuff, and like 
I didn't have anything else to do because I was grounded. Uh, so, like, I ended up loving chiptunes music because of that. And I listen to chiptunes music all the time now. Uh, it's one of my favorite genres of music. And uh, this has some fantastic chiptunes music in it. The soundtrack is great. It, and it's also in stereo, which is not something that I ever really thought about before. I don't think I've ever heard chiptunes music be in stereo because uh, I was playing this with my headphones on and I could hear one uh, set of, you know, bleeps and bloops on one side. And on the other side, I could hear a different set and, you know, combined, they sounded really cool. And I don't know that I'd ever heard stereo chiptune music before where it was different music on each side of my headphones. But, you know, maybe I'm wrong about that. Anyway, it sounds really good. The the um, the sound effects seemed a little loud, but you can adjust that. So that's not really a big deal. And I love the fact that I can turn the music off if I'm not a fan of chiptunes music. I can turn the sound effects off because the developer gave us sliders. And that's always something that I look for in a game uh, because I think it's important. Uh, let's talk about the gameplay. Uh, like the color palette, the um, inputs for the game are very, very reduced and simplified. Uh, instead of having six buttons like most fighters where you have three different punches and three different kicks, you just have a low attack and a high attack. And then depending on uh, which direction you're pushing or if you're holding down the high attack or, or just tapping it, it's going to give you different... Um, different moves so even though there's a very very limited move set i feel like the game uh, that's not a, a good way to say it even though there's very very limited inputs i feel like the game still gives you plenty of moves so each character kind of has a, a pretty good move set as well and um you know every character feels really really unique uh, something else that they have limited in this game is the roster i think that there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I think there's eight characters total. And that feels really good because one thing, you know, like you look at Smash Brothers, which is uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate, which is coming to the Switch later on this year. That's going to have 65 characters that we already know about. And I'm sure that they're going to announce more as the year goes on until we get to December, I believe it is. Uh, December 3rd. I could be wrong about that. Maybe it was the end of November. Anyway, it, it's not important to this conversation. Um, like when you look at that roster, that seems almost overwhelming. And this is really fresh because now there's a lot less character mat matchups that you have to remember. So, like, let's say somebody picks, um, we'll say, Quinn, and I know that, and, and I'm just making up this stuff off the top of my head. I don't know if this character is a good matchup, matchup against them. Um, let's say that somebody is playing as Quinn, and I'm like, all right, well, then that means I should probably go uh, Tenchi and uh, play against them because that's a better matchup for me. Um, like there's not as many of those things for me to memorize. And so I feel like overall it makes for a more streamlined experience for the player. And that's really what I feel like uh, they've done for this whole game If they is they've tried to take the fighting game experience and uh, distill it down to the most essential elements. They've taken away... 
uh, giant rosters. They've taken away complicated inputs. And what we're left with is a fighting game that is still very strategic. Uh, you, you, you have to know your positioning. You have to know um, what move to use and when. But you don't have to be super dexterous with your thumbs in order to input those commands. And in fact, my favorite way to play the game was using a single Joy-Con. I felt like that was the most comfortable way, which was a really weird thing. But it works. And this is one of those games that's absolutely perfect for single Joy-Con play because you can set it up uh, on, on a table in tabletop mode, hand the, the other Joy-Con off to somebody and you guys can beat the hell out of each other. Uh, and and it just works really, really well. So uh, I think the gameplay is fantastic. All of the characters feel different. Um, nobody just feels like a clone of ever, of anybody else. I did feel like there was some balance issues with a couple of characters. Like, I believe the character June, who's like a, a ghost lady or something. Uh, I, th- I felt like she was a little bit overpowered. But um, then again, I went online and played against people. And even though I was playing as June, I got my butt kicked. Now, let's talk about um playing uh like it's got a bunch of modes but they all feel very very similar and really the only mode that matters is the online mode for me or the versus mode where i'm sitting next to somebody and playing um the online mode my biggest criticism of the game is the matchmaking the matchmaking is pretty terrible uh i was ranked like 2000 something and i was getting matched up against people who were like 100 like level rank 100, which is insane. Like I should never be fighting somebody that is that much better at the game than me. Uh, hopefully as more people start playing the game, the game will get better at separating the players with real skill from the, from the filthy casuals like myself. Uh, but that was really frustrating to, to, to even before the game starts, I can see, Oh, this person is rank five like i had to fight against people who were ranked fit ranked fifth and i was ranked in the 2000s and like i already knew exactly how that was going to go and sure enough that match was over before before it started it felt like um i did play against some of my friends and uh, we had a lot of fun it was because my, my friends and i are pretty much evenly matched and uh I played against them. I, I was streaming it. I played against some viewers as well. The viewers just destroyed me because I suck at that at fighting games. And that's fine because I could still have fun with it. Um, but overall, I would say that this is definitely a game that you want to pick up. It's it's I think it's ten dollars. I could be wrong about that. Uh, I think it's ten bucks. And it is really, really fun. Um it's got fantastic graphics. The animations are smooth and really, really cool. Great audio. Uh, the gameplay is is fantastic. I keep saying that word fantastic. I got to find some other word. The um, the online experience is really good. They've got good um, net code apparently. Like I don't know what that means, but I know that that. A lot of people are saying that the netcode is really, really good, and that's really what took them so long to bring it to the Switch is because they were bringing over something called GGPO netcode or something, which I don't really know what that is, but one of the viewers during my stream explained that it was basically 
um, the best standard for fighting game netcode over the internet. And for the most part, my experiences playing this game online seemed exactly like somebody was sitting next to me. So uh, it didn't it didn't like lag hardly at all. There might have been one or two matches where I had lag or maybe where a, a some the other person disconnected. But I mean, that could have just been somebody shutting off their switch or or something like that. So I definitely recommend Pocket Rumble. It's a lot of fun. And if you haven't already joined our Discord, make sure that you join our Discord by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. And we can fight. All right. So so let's uh, let's make sure that we do that. All right. That's it for this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. I know it was a really short one. But like I said, I'm not feeling so great. Uh, so I've got to get out of here and... Uh, uh, I appreciate you guys uh, putting up with the one topic episode today. I will see you guys next time. Bye bye.